Hello, I'm Rachel Eisman. And I'm Leah Burnett. And this is Own Your Home, the essential guide to becoming a badass homeowner. You know that moment when the electrician mentions he's going to replace your ballasts and you have a mini panic attack wondering what the hell a ballast even is? Do I even need that? Is it going to cost a fortune? Can I phone a friend? You're in the right spot. We got you. Stick around and learn to own your home. All right, so today we're going to talk about roofs. Raise the roof, (laughs) y'all. Raise the roof, indeed. Um, So diving right in, there are a couple different types of roofs. You just need to know the basics, right? Yes. Okay, good. So (laughs) when is it broken? When do I fix it? And how much of my annual income will that take? (laughs) Well, so annually, ideally, it shouldn't take a ton of your income. Once the roof is on, it should be pretty good. Now, you do want to do an annual check, like looking for things. And the key things to look for are curling shingles, if you have shingles, um, any spots that are raised, discolored, or otherwise look different than the rest of the roof. So say a branch hit the roof, bounced off, but maybe it caused like a little divot or, you know, something like that. Anything that visually doesn't look the same as the rest, the roof should be pretty uniform in most cases. Um, But there are a lot of different types of roofs too. So that can get a little bit tricky as you dive into. What is your roof type? Do you know? We're just a shingle roof. Just a regular shingle roof. Yeah, that's super common. Asphalt shingles, most people have them. Um, some of the houses we work on here in Atlanta have slate tile roofs. Yes, which are really hard because, you know, I know workers have to be super careful when they get up there, right? They do because those can slip around a lot. Yeah. So it takes a specialty roofing company um, to get up there and work on those. But those are they're gorgeous roofs. They're expensive and they're heavy. Oh, so a heavy roof. That doesn't sound like – that sounds like it could lead to some issues. Well, I mean, you know, if you're if you know you're putting on a slate roof, then you build to support that weight. Um, but it's something to consider if you decide you have, say, a standard shingle roof and you want to go to slate. And you know, a good roofing company will talk you through. Hey, we're going to need some more framing to hold this up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely one of those things. But they are gorgeous. I know in California. I keep talking about California. Hi, I used to live in California. Shout out. <laughs> it's good. You're taking us across the country. We, you know, we can't be Atlanta-centric. Shout out, West Coast. Woo-woo. Um, there were a few houses, and I don't know if this was standard. I remember seeing, like, a few roofs that just had, like, rocks on them. Have you ever heard of this? Just rocks? Yeah. Well, not just rocks. I mean, it was like, like a, a live roof? Because yeah. that's a thing. Maybe it was Did a it have plants? No, no, no. It wasn't a living roof. It wasn't like one of those wonderful, sustainable kinds of things that I've seen on buildings now, which are quite beautiful and amazing. But no, it was like, it almost looked like little pebbles just on this like flat, it wasn't a flat surface. Okay. I'm going to stop talking about it because I'm not exactly sure. Oh, no, sure. now I'm super curious. I, I want all the information. Oh, well, okay. So looked sometimes, it up beforehand. sometimes on flat roofs, they will do pebbles or something like that to help with the drainage, and it depends on how a flat roof is installed, which is a whole different thing. Um, A lot of times they just do a membrane or rubber surface on the top of a flat roof, but depending, again, on the rain and what they're doing with drainage, if they're trying to collect the water, sometimes they'll 
create something that looks like rocks and pebbles. Maybe that's what it was. And it'll be actually a drainage system to collect water. I don't know a whole lot about California rubes, so this is all just conjecture. conjecture. <laughs> we both say at the same dang time. Jinx. Um, but my guess would be, because water is such a precious resource in California, yes. that someone might spend the extra money to build a rain collection system on a flat roof. They definitely, yeah, I could see that. I okay, so we guessed. So if you're the person in California with this roof, um, reach out. Let us know if we guessed correctly. <laughs> and how much rain water you're actually able to collect. Because when it rains in California, it rains really intensely, but for a very short amount of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure that, again, I think you're reinforcing our uh, suspicion here that that's why they did this roof. Who knows? Maybe it's a million other things. Um, again, they're going to call in. We'll figure out a call-in system. They'll call in and say, oh, yeah, you got it absolutely right. right. First-time caller, long-time listener. Hi, <laughs> I have pebbles on my roof. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so back to kind of roof maintenance and things to look for. So we're going to go with asphalt shingles because they're just the most common. I think, you know, other roof types we can talk about later. If you have a specific roof type, um, that you have questions about, you can reach out, message. I'm sure you're in the Facebook group by now, so um, DM me. <laughs> but for regular asphalt shingles, you want to look around and see if anything is starting to curl. Okay. Um, you can see that they pop up. It doesn't look quite as smooth anymore, and something's starting to just kind of look old and aged, maybe even dry, Oh, which okay. may be hard to determine, but... Faded from other bits and pieces. Um, so off color from something else. Off color okay. from something else. And, you know, unfortunately, the clearest sign you have a roof issue is usually inside your house. A leak. A leak. People find that before they find the outside. Um, so if you're seeing discoloring on your ceilings or anywhere on your walls, you might want to check it. Obviously, if there's an active leak, you definitely want to check that. Mm -hmm. So a visual inspection of the roof is is hugely important, and, and people forget it, I think, um, because, one, it's up high. You're not mm -hmm. usually looking that way. Yeah. Um, but an, a regular visual inspection of the roof kind of helps you stay on top of that thing. And then roofing companies will come out, and they'll inspect your roof for you. And it's usually not a huge expense, and it's probably worth it at least, you know, once a year or once every couple of years. Just to um, have them look. I, I was wondering that because I know like we talk about the HVAC maintenance plan. Um, you'd even mentioned when we talked about electrical that an electrician would come out and just do like a general, you know, once, once, once over is the phrase that mm -hmm. I was trying to say. <laughs> Roofing companies will do the same. They'll just come out and we just yep. like, we just want you to look at it, put some eyes on it and tell us. Yep. Just take a look, see what's going on. Um, see, the suspicious part of me is like, but won't they always find something? I know that's awful and I should have more faith in humanity, but. Well, you know. That's when you got to find a good company, I suppose. That's why, yeah. I mean, it's all about having reputable people that you trust yeah. to give you, you know, the right information, but. There are issues that you just don't see, and it can leak. You can have a small leak into your attic or into insulation that you don't notice for a really long time. Until it's a problem. And so, you know, small repairs to your roof, even if you're having the roof inspected once every year or two, 
and they're like, hey, it's going to be $500 to, you know, patch this spot or we noticed this, in the end, you're still going to save over a major repair because you didn't notice it was there. That's true. That's true. And then that was my next question, actually, because I feel like with roofs, isn't it once you find something, you have to replace like the whole damn thing? No, you don't have most of the time. Well, hold on. Case by case basis. Indeed. <laughs> depends on what you find. And it depends on the style of roof. I mean, there are a lot of kind of factors to that. But there are a lot of repairs that can be made without replacing the entire roof. And a roof is, you know, typically supposed to last between 20 and 30 years. Oh, wow. That given, long? Yeah, given good construction. So sure, it's super expensive to put on, but also it should last a good long time. Yeah, you should only put it on once in your tenure at that house, for the most part, depending on how long you stay oh, in the see, house. see, Leah moves. Leah, Leah's not into I, permanent housing. I'm a mover. <laughs> Mama is a rolling stone. <laughs> We did talk about the beach house you're going to have to have and, you know. Very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Let's do that. Um, yeah. So they should last a long time and maintaining it is just going to be, you know, in your own benefit. That's true. Um, and there are different parts of roofs that require different things. So um, we were talking before we turned on the mics about the ridge vent at my house and I may need to get the ridge vent replaced because in one corner it's bent just a little bit and it's allowing water in, but only on really heavy rainstorms. But that happens in Georgia a lot. So that is a problem. My question is, what is a ridge vent? Excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Um, so I have a gable roof, which okay. remembers the one that looks like a triangle. And at the very top of, the, of that ridge is a vent that just is a small vent and it allows the air, the hot air from the attic to escape. Oh, that little like, okay, it looks almost like a little, yeah, I know what you're talking like about. Like a roof on a roof. Yeah, like a little tiny cap little roof on, on the roof. roof. Yeah, 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 little, yeah, yeah. Little, cap, little hat. Little yeah, yeah, <laughs> little hat, perfect. <laughs> um, right, so that's the ridge vent and um, different roof types can have that in different ways, but you do want there to be a space for air to escape, that hot air to escape. Um, or cold in the wintertime, although you don't really have a ton of that collecting in the attic. Um, my attic's so hot in the wintertime. Our, is furna it? our furnace is up in the attic, and it just holds so much heat, which is another problem with how the vents in the house are um, <laughs> distributing the heat, and there's some inefficiency with that system. But that's another episode for another day. It's a, it's a whole um, other Oprah. Yeah, <laughs> a whole other Oprah. Back to the rich vent. Um, so just because one section of it got bent up, you can't oh, replace just a part of it. You have to replace the whole thing. Yeah. Um, other notes about the roof, you have actually several different holes in the roof that are put in intentionally, okay. right? So, um, in plumbing, we talk about the vent pipes and the vent pipes come up through the roof and they have what's called a pipe boot on them that then gets secured down. That's a place that can often leak if the sealant around that boot dries out, which it can, um, but it's also a really easy thing to fix and repair. So when you're having your roof inspected annually, they can check your pipe boots to make sure that they're in good condition and don't need any. Got to fix my pipe boot. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a vocabulary quiz later on, folks. Um, so I mean, the names are so good. There's a hip roof. I got a pipe boot. 
Yeah. Oh, well, we didn't even talk about a butterfly roof or a mansard roof or a gambrel roof. Butterfly roof. Yeah. Is that like the one that would go over, like, like when you have, um, I'm going to say a gondola outside, and that is not correct. Because I a understand a gondola. No, a gondola wow. is a, a water vessel. I'm talking about like a veranda, like an outside thing. Is it in the the different parts? Okay, that's not a. Bur- what is a butterfly roof? <laughs> I don't know. I want you to go on. So <laughs> a butterfly describe. roof is like butterfly <laughs> wings. So it's the opposite of the triangle, where the the on a standard gable roof, the peak is at the top, where we're talking about the ridge vent. And if you were to invert that and drop the peak to the bottom, and the wings go up like you're looking at a butterfly. Oh. So that's great for water collection. Which you don't want on a roof, though. Water collection, you don't want water coming into your house, but if you're going to collect it, if you are in a place, say, California, where you know that you want to collect water or some other location where you're going to want to collect water, um, a butterfly roof is great. It also looks so unique that it makes a statement. It definitely makes an architectural statement. Um, But you collect a lot of water, and then obviously you want it to run off to some sort of rain barrel or some other collection system to be used. So typically with a butterfly roof, you would have a very specific drainage system that kind of yes. led to it's It's a storage. thoughtful consideration okay. on a roof. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay. Because um, the butterfly roof in my head, I was going to keep describing it. I was like, and then it's got... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so I am curious, on a veranda, are you talking about a shed roof? Because a shed roof... Is just that one slope, so like one side of the triangle, which no. is a standard shed roof. I was thinking something that looked more like an umbrella, like an umbrella roof. I wonder oh. if, if it's even called that, perhaps. You know where it has the – it's basically a, a dome that comes yeah. down, but it's got peaks. Interesting. Various, that's what I was – and when you said butterfly, I don't know like why Like a gazebo head, roof? Is that what you're thinking gazebo. of? Gazebo. When I said gondola, that gazebo. was the word. It was a G word. Was nothing but a G word. Cool. I can't think of the G word. <laughs> um, that's okay. We'll get there. You know, together. Our brains together. We make an unstoppable team. Apart, we're in trouble. <laughs> together, we get this. Together, it's good. Okay. So roofs have a couple of different holes intentionally, right? That is what she said. That's what I said. I'm sticking to it. Um, other things to look at. We're kind of jumping around here, folks. Follow along. So we've talked about how um, you're looking at shingles, you're looking for discoloration, you're looking for kind of areas that look dried out, anything that looks appears to be curling. Um, the other thing is when you're cleaning your gutters regularly, as I know you do, mm-hmm. if you see a lot of the asphalt, those little grains yes. in your gutters, then you know you have an issue because that means it's kind of washing off of the roof, which it really shouldn't do. I mean, you may get a little bit of that in just standard, but if you're seeing a collection, okay, then then you know that you might have a roof issue. Um, also, the fascia, sorry, soffits and fascia, did not mean to combine those two words, um, which are right where the gutter kind of meets the house, or if you're in an area that doesn't have a gutter, it's just below the roof line. So if the roof line comes in, um, this would be the vertical piece where it kind of meets the roof. 
So the, I, will, the, 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 I promise the more we do this, I'll get better at describing things that I'm trying to show you with my hands. That's okay. I said gondola when I meant gazebo. I mean, <laughs> we're very forgiving here. So it's kind of the connection between the roof and the house. Like, yeah, exactly. That, that in between yeah. protective part. Yep, yep, exactly. And so that's another spot to check for any deterioration, any cracking, wood rot, um, you know, Water, as we mentioned, I think, feel like almost every episode it, it, is literally. so damaging to your house. So if your gutters aren't doing what they're supposed to, or if water is interacting with a wood surface, you and know. More than it's supposed to. More than it's supposed to. Or if, like, if the paint is chipping there and the water's yeah. actually, paint is that skin layer, right? It's that protective layer on the exterior of your house. So if that is failing and the water is touching the wood, Again, you have more opportunity for failure. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this may have been just a really quick episode. Let me cover, just recover what we should know, right? So do a visual inspection. Maybe every one to two years have an actual roofer come out and do an inspection. You're looking for curling missing shingles, discoloration, exposed fasteners, damaged edges, Um Moss and algae growth, we didn't talk about that, but that's another thing, meaning you're not getting enough light onto the roof if the moss can grow there. Hmm. Um, and you should consider cutting back some trees to get some additional light on the roof or using a fungicide, like algae killer, hmm. almost in a pressure washer on your roof. Now, when a pressure washer comes, because I know that you're mm -hmm. big on the pressure washing of the house twice a year. Mm -hmm. Will they do a roof too? Do you have to instruct them to do a roof? Usually your gutter cleaning guys can do that. Okay. Um, sometimes the pressure washers will do it. it. It depends on who you're working with. Okay. Sometimes they are like, no, we're feet on the ground people. Uh, um, okay. But they okay. can also sometimes spray up there. Your window cleaner guys can also do it. The trick with the, with the pressure washing on the roof is to not use too much pressure. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to get the solution that's going to kill the algae or um, moss growth up there, but you actually don't want to pressure the moss or algae off. Okay. You kind of want to spray the solution that'll kill it and just let it die off because um, especially if you're coming with the water from underneath, you don't want to get water under the shingles yeah. going up because then that you're creating bad. an issue mm -hmm. into your own house because shingles and are designed to catch water coming down on top of them, which is why they layer in such a way as they go down the roof. Clean your gutters at least a couple times a year because you can check for the asphalt there and you can um, help protect how the water's flowing away from the house. Trim trees, cut back anything that you think might interact with the roof and the gutters. Um, I think we've talked about that a couple times. Recalk around your vent pipes and your chimney and then check the insulation um, in your attic for water, any signs of water intrusion or, you know, any other areas of your home that interact closely with the roof. You can check those for um, water intrusion and hopefully stop a problem before it gets too big. A really quick question about the recalking around the vents. Now, is that something that I can do? Sure. How comfortable are you on your roof? Not at all. Cool. Call a professional. Okay. <laughs> I mean... So, you know, there are the, it's possible to DIY it, but why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
you know, if you're having your roof inspected anyway, you're probably going to pay 200 bucks for the guy to climb up there and just look at things. It's really easy for him to have the caulking material with him and, and do it well when he's up there. Correctly. Yeah. And without bodily harm to right. himself or right. herself, right. hopefully. And they should carry good insurance policies. So Because they are roofers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. Cool. I think we've raised the roof. Thank you for joining us today. For more information on this or any other homeowner projects, visit our website, jolieresidential.com. That's J-O-L-I residential.com. And follow us on social media at Jolie Residential on both Instagram and Facebook. And if there's anything you'd like for us to cover in future episodes, please feel free to hit us up on any of our social media pages or send us an email through our website. You too can be a badass homeowner.